Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hold on. Ah, we are live. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you here tonight on our last 6 p.m. show of the year. We did the 6 p.m. shows on Thursdays, because Brian Kelly was doing his, uh, or what, you know, pretty much always was doing his um, Thursday Brian Kelly show at 7 p.m. So we pushed our show up to 6, but this will be our last 6 p.m. show of the year, clearly. I mean, it's, I mean, we're almost in December, but we will be moving back to 7, looking forward to uh, to that so but we do have a lot to, to talk about here tonight we'll go on a little bit of Rafino's rant talk a little bit uh, about where I think LSU football program is heading so last night we had two main questions that you asked we answered both of those the other one is Blake look the season's pretty much over you have the ball game which quite honestly if we get to 10 wins it's fantastic But where do you see us all the way in November looking into next August? Where do you see this team as of today? So we'll talk about that right out of the shoot. Women's basketball, LSU at 8 p.m. Women's basketball, Angel Reese is back versus Virginia Tech. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that. Keelan Moses, the four-star linebacker out of Baton Rouge, U-High commit. I guess it will be around 7.30. So we'll talk about that, uh, and we'll just we'll just touch on some other recruiting news. Uh, Jane Daniels wins his first big award in the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm uh, Award. Is going to be the first of many, man. I think he's going to win the Maxwell. I think he's going to win the Davy O'Brien. I think he's going to win the Heisman. So and look, the Bolitnikov is going to be announced next Friday, and I think that Malik Neighbors has a really good chance. 
So, look, continues to impress. Uh, I would very much assume that Sunday or Monday of next week, I don't know when the Heisman Trophy announces this stuff, uh, but I would – I mean, guys, come on. He's going to be invited to New York, and it's going to be formally announced, and Jaden Daniels will make his way to New York representing LSU. Uh, Portal targets. Look, the portal is going crazy right now, but it officially opens up on Monday. Who are some guys in position groups I think LSU is going to target? And look, I, I, I know that Brian Kelly doesn't want to go back into the portal. I don't think he's got a choice. I know that he says, look, we probably want to get five-day guys. He said it in his press conferences. I don't know if I believe him. Well, let me back up. Let me. That's a bad That's a bad way to say it, bad words to use. It's not that I don't believe him. I don't think he has the luxury to do that. Right? I think he's going to have to go get more. So we'll, we'll touch on that. Even though that might not be their plan, I think he's going to have to go get more. We'll go around your SEC I'm looking forward to that. Got a lot to talk about your SEC. Even some basketball, maybe a little. Arkansas took down Duke last night. And Sam Pittman and uh, Bobby Petrino uh, were at the game together, sitting next to each other side by side. And everybody was walking up, talking to Bobby Petrino. And just kind of like Sam Pittman was like like the third wheel in this whole deal. It was really awkward, dude, when they kept showing Bobby Petrino. Really awkward. I'm telling you, it's not that's not it's a lose lose for Sam Pittman, no matter what happens. Uh for for him around with that. I, I just I, I I feel bad for him, but I, I feel like it's a lose lose. Uh hashtag ask Blake. Thoughts, questions, concerns, fire them inside of the Rudy Crew chat. We'll get to as many of them throughout the show uh, as we can. So a massive show. Massive, massive, massive show uh, here tonight. Uh, Penn Jones says, Blake, another big honor for Jane Daniels. Got his helmet and jersey that have already been placed to the College Football uh, Hall of Fame. We have talked about that. We talked about that last night. Yes, he is. Dylan uh, says on Facebook, Dylan Moses going to Bama still breaks my heart. I can't take Keelan not choosing LSU. Well, um. I, you're not going to have – you better have about an hour and a half. You have it about an hour, hour and a half before uh, you hear. Uh, Tony, our good, friend, our good friend Tony, says, I'm listening from Club Dreams, a.k.a. The Strip Club, and in, in what's what's this time? What Tony, I, I, I missed that. I missed that. But he's in the strip club. Uh, look, man, we do not um, we do not discriminate where you watch the show from. Where are you watching the show from? Are you also in a strip club? And the question that I would have, don't tell my wife, if, if you're going to come into the show and say that you're watching us via the strip club, number one, that means we're, under, we're more entertaining than fat booty bitches that are shaking their ass uh, in front of you. So that's how much you know that you love LSU. You know, I never thought that I would ever ever be able to say that in this show. In the context. 
that I would want to, but Tony set me up for that one. I appreciate that. Uh, Michael Morris with a $4 or $5 Super Chats, $4.99. Uh, thank you so much, buddy. He says, do you think they rode... Uh, Oh, do you think they rode together uh, to the game together on a Harley Mini, Bobby P, and Sam Pittman? I don't think Sam Pittman can fit on a bike. It's no dis. I-, I can't either. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I can't either. Um. So, so yeah. Where are you watching the show from? Where are you watching the show from? <laughs> uh, Dylan says that i'm literally driving while listening i hear you well be careful don't text and and comment and drive brian says my 18 wheeler almost to music from the 70083 aka port sulfur good to have you in here guys good to have you all in here rob boudreaux it's been a while man hadn't seen you says blake you sound like he is not coming here uh oh no i did if it may if i sounded like that then i'm sorry I uh, didn't mean mean to. Michael says that he's in Spring Hill, Louisiana. Uh, James is upstate New York. Okay. Good to have you in here, man. Uh, where's the uh, gabagoo? <laughs> Stephen Fry, good friend over at Fry Construction. The, he says the 337 is on deck. You know what else is on deck? Our good friends over at Fry Construction and Dirt Services, LLC. Site work and land development, oil and gas services, commercial construction, aggregate and soil hauling, waste containers, demolition, they do it all. 161 West Maple Street in Eunice, Louisiana. Give them a call at 337-457-5100. But yes, the 337 is on deck. As I learned last night about the 337, I used to date a girl out from Villeplat. Uh, okay, y'all, is what she used to say all the time. Um, I, I tell you, once, you know, I, you know, it got broken off with the girl. I broke it off with the girl from Ville Platte. Uh, I, I never wanted to um, date a girl from Ville Platte ever again. They're crazy. Crazy. Y'all think, look, there's two places in this state that I'm not going back to. Santa Ma and... Um, I'm not going back to Ville Platte. I, I mean, the last time I was in Santa Ma, I saw a man have two 40s duct taped to his hands, man. They called him Edward 40 hands. You know, like, I mean, there's just some places, Pauls, that, uh, <laughs> y'all, y- I knew, I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. You broke what off? I- I'm telling you, man. I- I'm telling you. Sauce Store LLC says Jonesboro, Georgia, but from Franktown. Franktown 985 in the building. You got to love it. You got to love it. Franktown, ride or die. Royal Cousins, which sounds like a name from Alabama, says Alabama can have Keelan Moses. He's not that guy. He only gets recognition because of his brother Dylan. I vehemently disagree with you. Vehemently. 1,000% disagree with you. He's a four-star kid at U-High in Baton Rouge, who, by the way, I don't think that you've seen play. And if you come on the show with a name like Royal Cousins, I know that you haven't seen him play. If your first name is Royal, move to Kansas City. Some of you won't get that reference. 
Some of you won't get that that reference. American Patriot says, Phil Platt, did you get checked for rabies after? I did get a tetanus shot. Um, got tested for COVID before that was even a thing. Probably shouldn't say that. It'd probably get taken down. Um, probably get demonetized, whatever that is. But, um, but yeah. 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 So, I, I, I mean... You know, there's a lot of things you got to get tested when you date a girl out from Ville Platt. Crazy. Loved it. Just couldn't, wasn't wifey material. Wasn't hotter than my wife, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Paul Frank says he's in Ville Platt. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. Y'all in my mood, I, I, I tell you. T- look who it is. The guy who probably is going to try to sell Matt House's house, no puns intended, Says that's a royally bad take. I'm assuming he's talking about royal cousins talking about uh, uh, Keelan Moses. It's a it's a really bad take. Really bad take. Uh, Yash says he's in London, England. Good to have you in here, London, England. London Bridge is falling down. Hey, falling down. Hey, falling down. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Royal Cousin says, I've seen him play. I respectfully disagree with you, and let's revisit this in two years. Yeah. Okay. So, let me ask y'all this question. And and this is just a royal question for everybody. Um, Let me ask y'all this. So, when I'm wrong about something, y'all always let me know. So... When y'all are wrong, can I come after you and tell you when you're wrong? But see, because it's funny, because a lot of people told me on my sourcing that I was wrong about something yesterday, and then come to find out I wasn't, and I was attacked by you, but it would be too petty for me. It'd be too low for me or an AYS to say, oh, I thought you said I was wrong, Right? Guys, I've been doing this longer than you have. None of some of you don't do it. Uh yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, a couple more, then we gotta get moving. Dane Bergeron says, Blake, I could see you chasing the chickens for Mardi Gras in my moo. The only chicken I am chasing. Never mind, I ain't uh-uh. Uh-uh. You ain't gonna get me. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Ain't happening. I see this in here. It says, uh, Dylan says, uh, Manny Diaz for DC. Did he just get fired or something? Because guys, I mean, he's got the number, like number three ranked defense in the, in the nation. I don't see that happening. Um, if they allow him to get let go, then they're idiots. Now, Penn state just hired, uh, Kansas is OC. Great pickup. Maybe they'll actually have an offense. Michael Moore says, Royal Cousins sounds like a honeymoon destination in Alabama. I agree. It's a good point. Thank you for the super chat. Sound that, yes. Yes, I agree. I agree, 1,000%. Thank you for the super chat. We got to get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share all of those social media groups shared all of those social media pages. This shirt, by the way, I don't know if y'all can see it, but this shirt right here 
is brought to you by good friends over at Home Field Apparel. Uh, we're going to add our Home Field Apparel ad from Rafino Joe on to AYS. Um, a lot of you are buying the merch. So we, I've done merch before. We've had the website. But we just talked to Home Field Apparel and was like, hey, man, like let's do this thing. You know what I mean? So uh, good to have our good friends over at Home Field Apparel joining us live on AYS as well. Use that promo code Rafino Joe. We'll be running that ad today. But look, let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Our good friend, Tyler Alexander, who's in the chat right now. If you need him, if you need him, he's in the chat. DM him. DM him. Hit up them DMs. I guess if you're a man, a little bit of pause, but business is business. There's no pause-worthy comments when you're talking business. All right. Talk about them, and then we'll get rolling. We've got a lot to discuss. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share all of those social media groups. Share all of those social media pages. If you're watching us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. We greatly appreciate you doing so. And I do appreciate because so many of you have gone over to Apple Podcasts because we asked. You've given us that five-star rating. Continue to do that. We had another person uh, today that we had to get it, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. People, There are some people still giving us one-star reviews and from a trolling aspect, putting like, he's ass. Okay, if that's your opinion, but I know where that's coming from. Like, we're getting this you know next thing you know i'm just gonna have to put you know get this thing investigated put a restraining order on somebody i mean come on go over to apple podcast give us that five star review leave a comment if you do not mind be back we got a lot to discuss lsu's future something that we need to talk about and you need to hear at least from my opinion what we need to hear about going into next season even into bowl season we talk about that next Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here. For you, if you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial nine five five zero 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 eight. Just call nine five five zero 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 eight. Y'all call Tyler; he'll shoot you straight. We're Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> we hadn't done that in a long time. So, look, now that the regular season is over, we have been asked a lot of your questions. And um, quite honestly, 
I just took the biggest three. We talked about two of them last night, but I was asked this a lot. Like, hey, Blake, where do you see LSU going forward um, going into next year? And I've been asked it a lot, asked it a lot, asked it a lot. Wanted to talk about it last night. But I, I did not think that I could just do that and answer other questions. I thought to myself, maybe I could, excuse me. I thought that I could, but I couldn't. Too many bullet points that I wanted to hit on. Because look, now the regular season is over. You're not playing for anything significant. Maybe the bowl game would seem significant. We talked about this last night. If LSU played Notre Dame, because look, even it's not necessarily a rivalry other than Notre Dame's former coach now coaches here. But I've been asked a lot by a lot of you. What do I see or feel or think about the future of LSU football post Jaden Daniels? Well, let me just tell you this. Now, I remember, so point number one. Look, I remember taking a lot of criticism on this show because a lot of you did want Jaden Daniels to be benched. After Auburn, I think uh, after Arkansas was a game that a lot of you wanted him benched, even though he had the flu. Uh, didn't want him playing uh, after Texas A&M, after he hurt his ankle. You thought we should go into Georgia and just solely play Garrett Nussmeyer. I remember that. And then, obviously, I remember what happened this year and him going just completely ham on everybody. But what does the Brian Kelly era look like without Jane Daniels at quarterback? I got to tell you, look, I don't know. And... I think it is the biggest question marks for me that I've had about LSU in quite some time on both li- on both sides of the football. I don't know if you're keeping Matt House. I don't think that you're keeping Matt House. I do think that Brian Kelly is going to shake up some things. I think he shakes up things at multiple positions on defense. I think that, look, you're going to have to try to keep a lot of your weapons and a lot of your dudes on offense especially on the coaching staff but that might not that that's easier said than done when you have an offense like that hopefully you're able to hang on to Mike Denbrock hopefully you're able to hang on on Joe to Joe Sloan hopefully you're able to hang on to Cortez Hankton Brad Davis well I don't think Brad Davis is going anywhere you want to hold on to him but you're going to have so many question marks at almost every single position group on this team. I'll talk about the coaching staff in just a minute because you have two 1,000-yard receivers leaving. Two. You'll have 20-plus, almost 30. Actually, I think it might be 30. But 30 touchdowns, or right at 30, touchdowns that you have to replace from that receiving core. Now, do you have the talent there? Yes. Has Cortez Hankton shown that he can develop dudes? Yeah. I think that Cortez Hankton's biggest um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, show, uh, the biggest way that I could tell that Cortez Hankton was a really good developer of talent was not Malik Neighbors, wasn't even really Brian Thomas because I always felt – that Brian Thomas 
had the potential, just had to go out there and show it. I know it was the debate that Carter and I had a lot of times. Like, Carter, I, I know that you're saying, and Carter used to say, look, I think he's going to be wide receiver one. It's like, no, there's, you know, there's obviously a guy named Malik, but I think thought he had the potential. He showed a lot of that potential. For me, that guy that we've seen develop under him that took that next step, even though he still had some drops, was Kyron Lacey. You remember when Kyron Lacey was brought over from ULL and you had all the Rudy Pooh raging Cajuns, like the Raging Review or whatever their name is, coming after us saying, he's a selfish son of a gun. Nobody on the team liked him. Well, then all of a sudden, he comes to, let's call it what it is, a school that prays every night the, their fan base, their players, their coaches, their administration, every single night they get on their knees and go, oh, dear God, please make us more like LSU. And then God comes down from the heavens and say, who are y'all again? Anyway, Kyron Lacey has been the most unselfish human being on this team. Guys, the, the holding he got called for against Texas A&M Dude, did y'all see that kid on the sideline? Like, I, and, and look, I'm not trying to put down on the man. I love that this happened. Boo-hooing on the sideline because Malik Neighbors was not able to break the record of most receiving yards at LSU. All the while blocking his ass off so that one of his teammates – could run down the sideline and who also scored could break arguably outside of the record that Joe Burrow holds for touchdowns in a season, arguably the toughest statistical thing that you could break at LSU. Because look at the dudes that have played here. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Odell. The list is just astronomically long. Pause, and that's what she said. I know that there is going to be a lot of shakeup along the offense based off of the development that I have seen from what this offensive staff has been able to do, not just with Jaden Daniels, because you saw it everywhere, right? Like every position group got better. The O-line got better. The receivers got better. The quarterback got better. And I know some of you won't technically completely believe this I think you got better at running back I think you're deeper there and you know the guy that coaches that position so do I worry about LSU offensively yeah maybe a little right like maybe a little but not as much as a lot of you do here's another thing too I got labeled as the guy last year that hated Jay, uh, hated Garrett Nussmeyer. Oh, Blake's just a Jaden Daniels homer. No. What I was is I saw a kid, which, by the way, we literally post videos on our social medias from practice, and you still have dumbasses who say that we're not credentialed. No, you think that you are more important than you are. I'm just throwing a little petty shot at some people. But we're at practice. Nevertheless, I saw a kid last year at practice, year one under Brian Kelly, who wasn't ready. 
I came out in this show and said he wasn't ready. Then he goes out there against Southern, has two interceptions, one of them's a pick six. And what did we say then? Guys, you're going to have to give him time to get ready, prepare himself. You're going to have to give him a season. I think it was like episode 600 and something where I came out and said, listen, you're going to have to give him time. He's going to work out. I like Joe Sloan a lot. He's going to develop this kid. He's going to be good. Give him time. Then in the SEC championship game, just threw for 300 yards and a half against the SEC champ. And then the worst thing on planet Earth could have happened to Garrett Nussmeyer this year. The Heisman Trophy winner, which, by the way, I'm going to call Jane Daniels the Heisman Trophy winner but until it's just not accurate. But for me, right now, Jane Daniels is the Heisman Trophy winner. So you have the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, Jane Daniels, okay, getting knocked out by a Rudy Poo against Alabama. He comes off the sideline against, guys, what I will tell you, a team that potentially and has a very good potential in Alabama to be not only the SEC champ, because I, here's another thing that a lot of you aren't thinking about. If they are to upset Georgia in the SEC championship game, are you sure that there's another team better than Georgia out there? I know a lot of you will say Michigan, but doesn't Michigan kind of have to prove a little bit to you too? Like they got beat by TCU last year in the playoffs. They also got absolutely curb stomped by Georgia the year before. Garrett Nussmeyer was put in a very tough and impossible situation where, oh my God, he went 50%. Oh, no! We got to go to the portal for a starter. I will say this publicly because I quote tweeted him. You got Scott Rambolet from The Advocate who said, well, if Garrett Nussmeyer doesn't pick it up, we're going to be going to look for a quarterback in the, in the transfer portal. And all the all the while, I'm thinking to myself, dude, did you not just see the development that Jane Daniels had? Like, did you not? <laughs> I, I, I mean, what? Now, they're two completely different quarterbacks. Completely opposite different. They couldn't be more different from play styles of one another. Offensively, I think that you got to come to the realization that, look, yeah, you're not going to be this year's offense. And it worries you mainly because of what the defense is going to look like. We'll talk about that in just a second. But the bottom line is, I, I'm not off on Garrett Nussmeyer. Now, if there's a player in the transfer portal that you think that can run your offense better than him, do I think you, can, you, should, you should go get him? If you collectively as a staff think that that is possible, Dante Moore, yeah. If you think that. Because, look, I'm not going to dispute you if you go get the right dude now. But Garrett has been loyal to you, and I get that, and he's got to get a shot. Does not mean you don't look at play players in the portal you evaluate every position and those coaches have been at practice all year long clearly and they've seen Garrett Nussmeyer all season long clearly 
But I, I, I will just say this. If they, if they are there, you go and get him. Okay? If you think you like KJ, I, I, mean, I mean, go do it. Now, do I think that they're going to get KJ Jefferson? No. Do I think that they're getting Dante Moore? No. But if there is somebody out there that fits what you like and you think you can develop that even could sit a year behind Garrett Nussmeyer, you go get him. You go get him. Because I think Ricky Collins is on the same path at BK's words intended, the same path as I think Garrett Nussmeyer. He's going to need some time. He's going to need some time, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, absolutely 1,000% nothing wrong with that. At least I believe that Ricky Collins needs another year of development, getting in the weight room, getting stronger. I still think that he needs to work on his throwing motion. Like, 1,000%. He is still here. Now, I think that Sloan has worked on a lot of things with him. He's got such a long throwing motion. Okay, when he pops out, he should be here and throwing. You see Jane Daniels, Jane's here. Jane is once what they call it is is the uh slingshot. You want a quarterback with a quick release that slingshots it. Where in a baseball move, which I think which Ricky played, Ricky has a Jordan Thompson delivery. Now, not accuracy, delivery. He's here. He's all the way, he goes down, up, and then throws. You can't have that long of a motion. I think, you know who else has that motion? Arch Manning had that motion. A lot of that has to do with body strength and obviously technique. You're not ready there. Now, I like Ricky Collins. I think Ricky Collins can run, and I think he his play style fits your system. Give him another year then you can evaluate and see where you're at there. But well, I've had these pointed points out. I, I went through the two of the four points, or three of the four points, excuse me. Point number four, okay, for me is pretty simple. When I look at the defense, listen, you're going to have to go in the portal right now for defensive linemen. You're going to have to go in the portal right now for linebacker. You're going to have to go in the portal for safeties and corners. And I'm just going to tell you something. You better evaluate right and you cannot miss. Because to be real with you, I don't know if you have the dudes right now that can get you there. I, I, it is a, it's a massive question mark. And you have a massive question mark, question mark at every single position group. Do I think Harold Perkins can do a lot of things for you? Yeah. But Harold Perkins can't cover up the sins that you need him to. He's not – he cannot he, – he will not be able to cover up the sins that Jane, does, Jane Daniels does for this team. Obviously, he's a quarterback. You're going to have to go get dudes. You're going to have to go get corners. I, I mean – like, there is a massive question mark in reference to personnel on this defense. Can you develop these young guys very quickly? Guys, a year is very quickly. You need J.B. and Toviano. 
to grow up, you, I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to believe that you're going to hear come out of my mouth. Pause, but you need Sage Ryan to return to be a boundary corner. Can't believe I'm saying it. But as the year go, went on, I mean, Sage was not that bad. Everybody else was around. Now that the season's over with, they're 9-3, and three, go back and rewatch some of those games. You're going to have to go, either go get safeties, okay, hope that hopefully – maybe you hit on a freshman, Deshaun McBride, that can come in and play. Can Colin Jackson be ready? Can Jordan Allen get himself ready? This major Burns return. There are so many question marks. None bigger along the defensive line. Now, I'm going to tell you, and I will put in the transfer portal Addition into my segment here. I think on, well, how do I want to say this? Hint, hint, wink, wink, ping. I think that there's players that you are going to get out of the portal that are going to hit on Monday. I think that there's players that you're going to be going after that hit the portal on Tuesday. I think that there's players that you're going to be going after that hit the portal on Wednesday. And I guarantee you that it has to consist of and not limited to defensive line, linebacker, corner, and safety. And if anybody on planet Earth, whether it comes from on three, two, four, seven rivals, RudyPooTech.com, it does not matter. They are wrong because when they sit there and evaluate and I talk to people inside that building, they need safeties. They need corners. They need linebackers. They need D linemen. And if they miss misevaluate, I know that all of you are talking about personnel right? Meaning I know you say, well, for Matt house and my last part of this segment is going to be on the coaches on the defensive side. I know a lot of you say, well, Blake, it's a mixture of a lot of things. It's a mixture of that. We don't have the dogs roof roof. We don't have the dogs. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. You also tell me, but Blake, I know that there's some scheme attached to that too. And you're not wrong. You brought in a crap load of people from the portal that you misevaluated on. I know for a fact, and you know for a fact, and I know that you know that I know for a fact that you had disagreements, and there were disagreements inside those rooms when you are evaluating people, and the people that actually do this for a living in recruiting, you disagreed with that, quite honestly, have a better track record that you do when it comes to evaluating talent. Guys, I'm going to tell you, there are guys in that recruiting on that recruiting staff, their evaluation skills are not good. They're not great. There are some of them inside that recruiting building and space and era where they're elite. Don't argue with them, you Rudy Poo. What are you doing? You got the Heisman Trophy winner coming out and saying that a guy, <laughs> I'm not going down that path, but you read the same article that I did about who his right hand, Jane Daniels' right hand man is. Evaluation and talent. When it comes as far as coaching staff, now I have not been reading this con- these comments. I have been on a tangent. There's no telling what 
big news is broken, if any. Okay? I will tell you. I will tell you. As God is my witness, if you don't change things inside of that room in the coaching staff, you should not expect anything to change on the field. Because you've misevaluated. Guys, Brayden Swenson, why is Brayden Swenson not playing? Why is Deshaun Womack not playing? During the season, I said, I am not going to be calling out dudes that need to be changes. We're not in the season anymore. I need to see 40 on the field. 40 had issues. I get it. I get it. Deshaun Womack had some issues. Don't put it. And when I say all that, I know that when people say, put it Deshaun and Womack, they don't give a great explanation. Their explanations, quite honestly, is like farting dust. It, your explanation is shit. Like, dude, it's, it's fucked up. It, it, it's so stupid. Hey, well, I don't care he doesn't play good against the run. What are you talking about? Are you that dumb? Like, are you that stupid? Well, I know that he he plays bad against the run. What what are you talking about? Guys, teams run the ball 45% of you on you all the time. Now, I think Deshaun Womack's going to be freaking fantastic. Put him on the field third down. 130th on third down conversions. You're 130th. Out of 130 teams at third and seven plus, you were not only bad, you were abysmal. Now, what have we seen from Brian Kelly? I would be interested to see how he um what he does at DC I don't know if he doesn't look from places close to home if he does that you can't miss the the SEC is not a place you can miss on I will tell you this because a lot of my words this week have been misconstrued and taken extremely out of context. Now, could that be a little bit of my fault? Maybe, and I could be wrong there. And it might be my fault, and I apologize. If you think that I'm not on, on this Brian Kelly train, you're a dumbass. I think he does get it fixed. I think a lot of people around, I, I've seen a lot of you say seven and five. Okay, I've seen a lot of you say we're going eight and four next year. Okay, keep that same energy. Because you're looking at it through a prism right now. Now, if we get to August and we go out there and we look at him say, oh, shit. Guys, again, like I opened this segment up, this is a long ass segment. Okay, well, like I opened up with this segment. You're gonna when when it comes to seeing what we see in in, I hope all of you remember this shit. You better remember it. Name one thing that we saw in camp, the last two years, that we've been wrong in. 
a lot of you came after me, Pauls, but about Jane Daniels. You came after me this year. You you said, Blake, you're wrong about the secondary. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. You're right, dog. Jerry Bean says, house not leaving. You want to make a bet? Want to make a bet? How much you want to bet on that? I'm going to place a small wager. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. I put a lot of things down here to talk about tonight, and I didn't even get to talking about really any of them. Uh, women's basketball, 8 p.m., going to take on uh, Virginia Tech. I'll just talk a little bit more about what I think that in that game's going to happen very quickly. Uh, Kaylin Moses is going to commit in about 30 minutes or so. Uh, Jane Daniels wins his award, portal targets, uh, and we'll we'll skip around the SEC uh, for this segment. So let's do this. Um, let's pay the bills around this thing. Stay with us. Who are who is LSU? Who is there anybody in the portal right now that LSU may go after? Uh, we'll talk about that next. Rafino and Joe show is brought to you by Homefield Apparel, which is the best, without a doubt, premium collegiate apparel brand that is out there. They have over 150 different colleges that you can choose from, whether you're an Illinois fan or a Rutgers fan. Maybe you're an LSU fan like Blake, or maybe you're an Alabama fan. Whatever it is, even Idaho, they have so many different designs for so many different football programs that I can guarantee you're going to find some great stuff to help root for your favorite team. I've already gotten my Notre Dame stuff. Blake has his LSU stuff. Make sure you head on over to homefieldapparel.com to check out your team's collection of clothing apparel that they have on the website. And when you do so, when you check out, make sure you use promo code Rafino Joe to get 15% off your order. That is R-U-F-F-I-N-O Rafino Joe. Head on over to homefieldapparel.com and get your college gear today. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements by the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, 
close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Been holding this one for a couple of days, okay, but just tweeted it out. Uh, Ole Miss kicker, Caden Costa, officially has hit the transfer portal. Um, He says for the fact – I'm just reading what he wrote on social media, but Caden said, for the last – for the past three years, I have been blessed to be able to play for Ole Miss – this team took me in and supported me throughout my highs and lows. I cannot thank them enough. Yada, 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 yada. After lots of prayers and time spent discussing the situation with my family, I have decided that it's in my best interest to enter the transfer portal with two years of eligibility left. I would not be surprised if that would be an area that you would go. I would not be surprised with what the Dilbert injury was. Maybe. I mean, it looked like he, I think he'll, I mean, obviously he'll be back for next year, but I think Caden Costa would be a guy that you would easily target. So if you remember, um, I came out in the beginning of the show and said that, you know, Brian Kelly has said that, we are going to take five to eight players in the transfer portal and just fill a couple of holes. That's what she said. I don't agree with his logic because I think he's going to have to do more than that. I I, I do. Like, I, I think that you're going to have some players at the portal, and I think that you're going to have to replace them with guys in the portal because you don't have guys that are ready to play right now. You don't. And it's unfortunate you're getting closer to being able to replenish things that you do through high school, but I'm going to tell you guys, you're not there yet. You're just not. So I know the first thing that you wanted to hear from me would not be a kicker. Um, but with this offense, potentially the way that it could be next year, Points are points, and you got to go get them. Look, if you're able to play better defense, like, you know, we saw Alabama make a massive leap, and I get that it's Bama. We saw a massive leap from us literally year one under Brian Kelly. You're going to have to have somebody that is very um, accurate, and you're going to have to get points. Now, I don't know what happens with Ramos – Look, bring the kid in, let the best man win. I do think on Monday that, look, whether we like this or not, whether you believe it or not, you're going to have to go in the portal for D lineman, especially in the interior. And and I'm just going to tell you something, okay? I, I, um... I um I 
I don't want to be rude. I, I just want to be careful with how I say this. Guys, the best players, really, that you've had along the D-line in the interior, guys, they've come from the portal. Parashand, Jordan Jefferson, Kai Wingo. You're going to have to continue to do it. I, I, I mean, by now, you would hope that a guy like Quincy Wiggins, Ty G. Hill, some of these guys could step – Fitzgerald West could step up. Guys, I don't – I don't think that they're ready, nor do I think that they're going to be ready next year unless they make massive changes. Like, they're going to have to get in the, in the weight room. They're going to have to get in the film room. They're going to have to get better. They're not ready. And, look, you can challenge me on that, but I'm challenging them, those young men. And I don't – look, when you say something like that, that's such – you know, people take that as such a negative kind of, like, cognitive – or however you say that word. No. Like, bro, I want you to be better. Like, why would you get mad at somebody that wants to watch you be get better? Like, constructive criticism is good criticism. You know that you got to get better. If you were, if you were better, you'd be playing. I want to see those dudes succeed. I, I would be interested with all the players that are hitting the portal from South Carolina. Do, can Jimmy Lindsey bring in some of those guys that he recruited at South Carolina? Because, dude, y'all want to know the number one area that they got better in last year for South Carolina? Dude, they were like 100 and I think 112th uh, the year that Jimmy Lindsey was there. That last year, um, in rush defense, they were so bad last year under Jimmy Lindsey in rush defense. But he was constantly recruiting through high school. And a lot of the guys that he got in the portal or got in there, if those guys hit the portal, man, I'd go after them. Because you know, there's, there's some things like – I'm hearing some things in South Carolina. People are reporting this. Like, if a guy like, uh, what's the kid's name? Hold on. His first name's Tonka. Hold on. Let me look this up. Um, Tonka, Tonka Hemingway. Like, if Tonka Hemingway gets into the portal, which that's what South Carolina, like, reporters are saying. So, if, if they're saying that, like, hey, man, we, we hear this kid's hitting the portal. It, it would appear that maybe LSU would be a massive lean there. Okay. You know why? Because when Jimmy Lindsey did recruit at South Carolina and the year that he would have been there for those guys to get better, guys, South Carolina, the one of the best things that they had going for him. You want to know how, how rough their season was? Number 50 rush defense in the country. Okay, which, by the way, you were 89th this year. And they had good play at the quarterback position from Spencer Rattler. And I want a defensive lineman whose first name is Tonka. 
Tonka trucks. Scotty, I, I, bullshit. Scotty said, Blake, stop being condescending. Well, you can leave. Those players are not being coached to get better. Scotty, what I'm telling them to do has nothing to do with coaching. Them missing the A-gap has nothing. Zilch, nada, not a god dang thing hitting the weight room and watching the film. That has nothing to do with coaching. Scotty, they're missing. They are missing. White-ass open gaps. Pause. When you hit the A-gap, don't get out of your gap. That is not hard. What are we talking about missing? Oh, that's all on coaching. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You guys cannot come up in here and say it's personnel, and then when we say it's personnel, you can't say that it's coaching. The truth is, it's just a mixture of both. But guys, we watch the all 22 copy every Sunday. The defensive front seven are not playing their assignments. Not only are they not playing their assignments, the schematics of what they're told to do is so old school. And so what's the word I'm looking for? It's so out fucking dated that you're literally teaching them to do stuff that we used to do in the, uh, the late 90s. Like from the 9-9 to the 2000s, when Back That Ass Up was the number one rap song in the country. Girl, you look bad, yeah, bad, yeah. And your fat ass was running out of the, the uh, a high gymnasium in the bathroom, zipping up your zipper because you knew big booty bitches were going to be shaking that tail feather. Don't come at me and say I'm being condescending when they when all I said was get your ass in the weight room. Get your traps up, bro. I I, I mean like This, guys, the scheme that we're running was the most popular it was was from the 9-9 to the 2000s. And Juvenile had fat-ass bitches on his, podcast, or on his uh, music video shaking that ass. It's outdated. 23 years ago, the Ravens ran that shit. 23! That's the shit they did with the Ravens. Then you know why the Ravens had to change everything up? Ray Lewis, God bless him, talked about this in a defensive coaching or defensive uh, film breakdown with Peyton Manning. He was like, yeah, man, we used to play so much gap scheme and used to let the linebackers flow. But Peyton, as you know, you were like the quarterbacks where we had to stop running that shit against because you would carve us up in it. So we had to go to a more pressured style defense. What?
I did say big booty bitches. So I don't know how I translate to my next topic that I wanted to discuss. Uh, so let's talk about Keelan Mo- Moses' commitment, then we'll wrap it up and end the show with the women's basketball game. Um, so, yeah. Um, look, I think that you got to – like this 2025 class could be something very special. Um, Very special. With that, With all of that being said – Getting a guy like Keelan Moses starts that for that 2025 in the state of Louisiana. You got Harlan Berry then committing. Guys, look, you know for the 2025 class, a lot of you, it was our show that did the live commitment video or live commitment for DeCorey Moore. DeCorean Moore. You got Bryce Underwood committing in a couple of weeks. What, guys, I mean, we're a little bit more than a month out. A month and six days. So, getting him tonight could start a little bit of a a trickle effect. I will tell you, I put something out there about Gabe Relaford. Go on on AYSSnetwork.com. You can read what I put on there. What if you can flip him? Now, listen, you got to continue to get these guys out of high school too now. You add two of those kids from in-state. Look, man, you got to get some these in-state kids, brother. You got to get them, and you got to bring them in here and develop. You got to let the dogs loose. As they are also said in the 9-9 to the 2000, who let the dogs out? You got to let them dogs out. BK, you got to let them dogs out, bro. Like, you know, like, bro, I know for a fact that these dudes in the locker room are listening to Pooh Shiesty back in blood. Let them dogs out. Let them kick drop a motherfucker if they got to. Excuse my language. All right. Look, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. The Lady Tigers are te- are, 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 are going to tip it off. Um, Virginia Tech's a really good team. The best team that you've played, you know, I, I'd say like in, in reference to actual teams that you've played, not, you know what I mean. Virginia Tech's a really good basketball team. Best one that you've seen since Colorado. Um, Angel Reese is back. Now, I don't know if Angel's going to start tonight. I, I, I don't know what Kim's going to do there. Looks like Kentari Poole is out off the team, whatever. I, I don't know. But I'm just going to tell you, if Angel Reese wants to make her superstardom even bigger, Go out there tonight after being suspended, suspended, and kick kick that ass, sweetie. Ah, na 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 na. I think LSU is going to win. I think Angel Reese is going to be highly motivated. Um, yeah. Jason Brumfield says, if you get Keelan, then what are you talking about? <laughs> Keelan did not commit yet. It's going to be around 730. You know, come on. Y'all know what I'm talking about. 
Put the, put put two and two together. Don't make me spell it. I'm not going to tell you the kid's commitment. Like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. Come on now, don't make me an asshole. All right, championship weekend. Let's go watch this game in an hour. Y'all have a good night. Got a commitment in about thirty minutes, I think. Around then. Stay tuned. Go follow us on socials. You'll see it there. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.